Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking, and I've got uh, David Gosselman on the phone. Joyous Kwanzaa to all. And um, Jason, uh, the best Facebook sharer of the year, couldn't join us today. Um, but we do have special guest Jay Solomon. Hey Jay. Hey. So, um,. We got Jay on the show today, last minute, so we didn't get to get him a full like full question and answer sort of thing coming on. But uh, we have a big year, our big year of end, end of year show, year of end. I hope it's not the year of the end. Um, and uh, we have watch list changes to discuss, so that's going to be big. Uh, and we also have some interesting o- monthly OP kit to talk about. Probably the first interesting monthly OP kit figure to talk about since uh, Storm earlier this year. Um, so let's uh, let's hop in and talk to Jay a little bit. So Jay, we had you on our um, our wrestling uh, wrestling. Gosh, I'm off today. Our Jeopardy show. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to forgive my. Uh, you have to forgive my uh, uh, crust here. Uh, I've been. It's been a busy Christmas season and uh, uh, all that good jazz. So, uh, by the way, how was everybody's uh, Christmas? And uh, Jay, how was your uh, Hanukkah? It was normal. Not very memorable. Lit some candles and whatnot. So is that like a, so do you do like, what is it, 10 or 12 days of Hanukkah? No, it, it's eight, so you start with okay, uh, one eight. main candle and then another one, and then you add one more every day, and it's really boring, and that's pretty much it, and you eat some special foods, and then you're done. So if if there was a, a hero click, like, you know, the Holiday Elf or uh, Jack Frost, who would be the Holiday Hero Click of Hanukkah? Uh, now that uh, Marvel bought Fox, and I think they own they own Futurama, you could do. Uh, they had the uh, Hanukkah zombie. Ooh, yeah. Otherwise, nothing really you could do there as far as memorable known characters, unfortunately. Or like a uh, uh, a menorah special object. Yeah, you could do something like that. Uh, stop stealth. Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Dave? Did you have a good Christmas? Uh, yeah, it was pretty busy, but um, yeah, the girls were happy. Um, you know, it's about all I can really ask for. <laughs> well, nothing. The kids wrong are happy. Me. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a uh, 
I had a good Christmas. Nothing, uh, nothing crazy happened. So, uh, three years ago or two years ago, our heater went out uh, on Christmas Day. So, um, <laughs> it, it doesn't take it doesn't take a lot to uh, to top that. Um, so, at this point, every Christmas that the heater doesn't go out is a good Christmas. So, but uh, but Jay, let's uh, let's get in with a. Uh, a rather proper um, Mr. Chomps question for you. Mm. Um, he he's fresh off of Christmas. He got uh, ten bags of coal for Christmas, so he's warm in his coal furnace. But he is not happy uh, that he didn't get the basket of little puppies to eat. So he's particularly ferocious <laughs> uh, today. Uh, so the question is: Would you rather wrestle Mr. Chomps, the alligator, or? Would you rather never play with a JSA hero click again? Oh, I'm taking that alligator all the way. That's not even a question. Mm. Yeah, he did get the lumps of coal for Christmas. So, I mean, he didn't get the puppy, so he's pretty pretty nasty right now. Yeah, but I'd rather have Jakeem Thunder on my side. Mm. Well, I mean, that Jakeem can't pick shape change with Invincible now, so... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, is that the first and we'll only watch those change where it's like, oh, you know how he was on the watches before we said nothing, and then, oh, let's watch list him on the one that he wasn't actually on? <laughs> uh, no, he, he was on it. He was on it. No, he wasn't on the this past one. He oh, was, he wasn't on the Q4 list, no. Huh. So, at any rate, this is a perfect segue into the watch list segment. Um, <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll cover each uh, figure and its changes um with the watch list um and kind of what our thoughts and opinions are um on it and um we'll just go from there. So let's start with uh Haha Joker. Um So Haha Joker uh before pre-watch list, right? Uh extremely good mastermind uh fodder. Uh Dave, you've done that a few times. Mm-hmm. Um and um, extremely good uh, thirty-point outwitter. Um, oh, and hey, he has eighteen clicks of health for thirty points. Um, so extremely good piece all around. Um, so his change is um, at the beginning of the turn, um, you have to basically. They didn't say this at the beginning of your turn. Roll a d6 and have the result. When you do, either heal or damage the Joker that many clicks. And he can heal past his starting line. And the Joker can't be chosen for Mastermind. Um, so, I mean, let's just hop in there. So the big thing is, uh, you have to roll every turn. Uh, you can't camp on the Outwit click. Um, you're going to go past it. Um, and uh, you can't Mastermind it to him. Um so what do we think? Uh, and Dave or Jay just hop in. What do we think? Does this make the Joker more balanced, or is he still broken as ever? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that you can mastermind to a thirty-point ET click Dawn Dial with healing was the stupidest thing ever. And of course, I did that mercilessly. Um, but still, yeah, the no wit kind of sucks. But he's already doing so much for so cheap. And any of the three clicks he'll land on are pretty good offensively, either the range expert, the plasticity poison, which is especially annoying, 
for a character you don't want to be attacking like him, or the uh, flurry and reflexes, which is also quite annoying. So I think he's still very, very good. The no mastermind was just necessary because it was it was dumb. That was obviously, I mean, I hope not intended to be what he was used for, and uh, it would make the Lex God so potent once retirement hits. So preemptively capping that, and he's still amazing. Anybody who says he was he's not good anymore is not correct. But uh, yeah, he still got a lot going for him, and I kind of like the flavor that you have to get into a random click every turn and kind of goes with the character. It's pretty cool. So I will still play him, although, unfortunately, not as the mastermind fodder that was the number one goal. Right. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I think he's he's more balanced now. Um, you know, a 30-point piece shouldn't be exactly that broken, but he's still really good for his point value. I mean, you're still getting all those clicks of life. And, you know, I mean, he's a great tie-up piece. Just He's he's still really good. I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, less potent than he was, but he's still really good. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think they kind of missed the mark on maybe uh, having him not be able to have equipment on him. Um, to me, the Joker's still the most broken when he gets a symbiote on him or uh, <laughs> or the or the sword. Uh, for blades, um, you know, eighteen clicks, right? And every every click can do six damage with that yeah. sword, with that sword equipped. Um, so it, it's it's okay. Uh, he's certainly more balanced, but uh, randomly getting onto that flurry click whenever you have uh, uh, the do uh, the sword attached to him. Uh, could be uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was. I used to run him and the other Joker with the teleporter, and I would always throw Swordsman on him on there because um, Chair Joker starts with Blades, he gets Flurry, and then this guy essentially has uh, four out of his 12 clicks that work really well with that inspiration, getting Flurry and Blades on them. So, yeah, I always like Proteus on him because he's never going to die, and... Uh, the damage actually was better on him. Like, I liked getting damage on him. Like, suppose you were on click three. You wouldn't want to roll the D6 to heal because you might overshoot it, but if you take a damage, then you're guaranteed to get some healing back. So, yeah, no equipment on him could have been pretty good considering how much more annoying he could be with any one of the n- numerous things that you can give to him thanks to the Mighty Thor set alone. Right. Right, yeah, I agree. Um... So I think overall, I, I like the no. Um, I, I like the mandatory heal, um, having that um, guaranteed uh, thirty point setting on that Outwood click is always pretty dangerous, um, considering the buff that Outwood already got to it. So I think yeah, I think he'll. St- you think he's still? I think he's still plenty playable, um, just playable in a different way than he was uh, becoming to be played. Um, so let's talk to Boxing Ring. Uh, Boxing Ring, uh, no changes in its functionality, uh, other than multi-base characters can no longer partially occupy the ring or other special terrain. Uh, during the single move, they must have enough movement left to completely occupy such terrain, or they must stop outside it. Um, I, Dave, this would have solved, uh, 
this would have solved your problem at states that we had. Uh, no, because it was a little different, right? Because your gene was outside the ring, and I was um, retaliating someone in it, so my attack was lower. But oh, that's right. Um, right, but you know there are there were plenty of people, especially like whenever we went to Rock Up, who were taken kind of surprised by that ruling that if they're half in half out, they count as both, and so you know their attack is dropped whenever they try to attack them. Um, I feel like it's fair. I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, move over a square. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's perfectly fine the way it is. So, I think the one byproduct of the of the boxing ring and the Joker is that um, turn now and hear me out on this one is that turns could possibly take longer with these two elements in play now. Joker having to roll every turn, you're going to be constantly wanting to look at the back of that card. Do I want to heal? Do I want to damage? Do I want to heal? Do I want to damage? Now, the boxing ring may be a little bit more crazy, as you've got to constantly think, well, can I get in the ring? Do I have to stay out of the ring? Especially with things like Adam having the four movement. You know, can I get in there? Can I not? Let me test. Let me make sure all the squares get in. To whereas before, you know, okay, I got four movement. Boom. Move in three. Just sit down wherever I kind of want, right? With, <laughs> right. With, and it's not saying that it wasn't thought out before, but it was not with as much care of you know, is Adam's ass going to be able to get into the boxing ring? <laughs> well, th- well, another fun part now is you can completely lock a Colossal out of the boxing ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, they can't, um, like, jump into the first square of the boxing ring and retaliate somebody. They have to be completely within it or outside of it. So that could really uh, affect the penalty to their attack or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They must have, yeah. At least I'm guessing. Like I said, I, I haven't played since, um, hell, competitively since Rock Cup. So I, I could be wrong, but I think they, there would be a way for you to keep them from being able to land in the ring to retaliate someone in there if yeah. you have enough people. Yeah, and then you'd just make, you'd make them get the negative two or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I would say I'm glad that they didn't change the negative two... Uh, for being in and out of the ring, um, you know, I think that would have I caused, agree. caused way too much confusion. Um, I thought it would have been good if they just changed it to a plus two defense instead of the minus two attack. Then it's harder to stack modifiers on top of modifiers. But then again, Nighthawk does exist, so they probably took that into consideration since he was on the winning team that basically was the Unimind results, so who knows. Right. So, uh, Union Mind's the big one here. It's, it's next on the list, but let's go ahead to the uh, let's go ahead to the smaller ones. Um, so, Jakeem Thunder, uh, who was not on the watch list but suddenly is on the watch list, uh, simply has shape change added to his powers that he can't stack with um, the other powers on the list: defense power, hypersonic speed, outwit, perplex, pulse wave, or now shape change. Does this put the nail further into Jakeem's coffin, or is it okay? 
Dave. I mean, th- there's there's a symbiote out there for six points you can put on him. <laughs> you know, just just uh, relocate six points from your team somewhere, put a symbiote on him, and he's got it all the time. Um, it doesn't kill him. It doesn't help him. But, I mean, if you can work around it, it's not that huge of a change, I guess. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Uh, I think given how much more good JSA we've got now to go with him, I think it kind of balances out. Like, it's, uh, you don't have TK, but you can definitely use uh, the Red Tornado to position to pick up an equipment much easier. Uh, so if you're going JSA theme, um, and, uh, well, yeah, there's no cheap change. You still, you have a simpler time that gives out just normal super senses thanks to sand. So that's pretty good too. So, uh, I think he's gotten some stuff taken away a little bit, but he's also gotten some new friends and now he might be more viable. So that's good. So I think he's overall more or less around the same place than he was before. Yeah. Fair enough. What killed him was outwit. <laughs> yeah, you just come up with a guy with guy without wit and just take off the shape change anyway. So, right. Yeah. Um. So let's uh. So let's talk about the general rules change, uh, which is a pretty big one considering this one was actually in the rule book, uh, printed the other way. Uh, so from now on, uh, any character that says can't use uh, slot type powers. Uh, where type equals speed, attack, defense, or damage, uh, applies to both current powers in that slot and any standard powers of that type a character can use through other means. Um, this is huge. So lots of things uh, say you can't use defense powers. Well, not lots of things, right? Namely, Chase Green Arrow, Surter, uh, Agent 13, um... And then, like, uh, Captain Cold uh, for speed powers. Uh, right, yep. Jay, anything that did damage or attack powers that you can think of? I've looked this up before. I don't think there's anything that shut them down, just characters that picked them. But I, I, it could, I could be wrong, but I don't think there was anything. Or at least nothing completely relevant. Right. So everything that matters, we've pretty much gone over there. <laughs> right. They turn something off. Um, yeah, our good old uh, uh, <clears throat> Agent Thirteen would have been much better back in the day with that uh, particular ruling, right? But uh, there's Rock Age; she can be a thing now. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't be the first to say I like it. I, I think it completely. Um, streamlines the rules. It, it's a it's a rule streamline that, in my opinion, should have happened originally with, with the rules yep. change. It, it's one of those things like, um, you know, we got rid of uh, sidestep, outwit, poison, right? Um, you know, saying, oh, well, that's all beginning of turn effects. And you had to explain that to a new player. Well, if you have to explain this to a new player, you just say, it gets rid of defense powers, that's everything. Right. 
Jay? Rather than, it only gets rid of the defensive power in your defensive slot. Right. <laughs> Not anything you may get off the dial. Or another defensive power, even if it's the same defensive power from a second sword. Yeah, I'm automatically good with anything that makes judging, learning the game, and all that stuff easier, because this is one of the more confusing ones for a lot of people. I can't even imagine the number of questions that were asked about Green Arrow. But then again, that makes him just so much better, not that he really needed the help. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh... Green Arrow, uh... Green Arrow was definitely uh, definitely great on the ID. Um, definitely uh, talked about being played after his ID retired. Um, but now he's definitely able to be played main force after his ID required. After his ID retires. I think we should just take a minute to appreciate the fact that we've had so many good Green Arrows for that ID card. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, any everything from the 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 common green arrow to big green arrow to chase green arrow, LA green arrow. Um, my goodness, what did I just say? Was that four of them? Right. Yeah. Is I mean, that, is that pretty much second to shield in number of options? Um, maybe Superman. Superman, what had boxing Superman, um, KBS, Elseworlds. Yeah, I mean, so Superman's been boxing soups. Uh, well, I mean, just as call out, like no, that's what I'm people. saying. As yeah. call outs, right? So yeah, uh, Elseworld soups. Um, I had him on a team for call out uh, boxing soups. Um. The, the prime, the prime. Um, his name's going past me. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Yeah. Um, the brick brick soups on yep. uh, on the ID. So that's four. Casey soups makes it five. Um, Superman blue would make it six. So, yeah. So I guess in my it, opinion, though, a lot of them haven't been as usable as the Green Arrows have. But yeah, so yeah Super- they have used plenty. Yeah, so Superman has more technically good options, but Green Arrow has the most better options, uh, second to second to the Shield card. Right. So yeah, I know it's we're touting Green Arrow and his ability to take away defense power. So good job, Green Arrow. <laughs> um, and really, if uh, if any of these things had been. Uh, in place without the other, we may not have needed the uh, errata to Unimind, but here we go. Yeah, I believe we were talking about that, weren't we? Like, if this had already been a thing, then uh, Unimind wouldn't have been as huge. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have, but... Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, still, if you take about... If you think about my Rock Cup team versus um, uh, Easton's Rock Cup team, it then becomes, you know, who can take out the other's... Uh, Nighthawk the best and then just roll good with your green arrow <laughs> yeah you know or who hits a shape change and who doesn't yeah I mean shape change and super <laughs> senses are still a thing which you know I think is fine right I'm not upset right. that, you know even if I think about how much I do appreciate Unimind right I, you know I'm the Unimind fan um, uh, you know shape change and super senses are, are, are a good thing to have um, for rollouts, um, 
I mean, they don't stop things like poison, you know, or pin damage from shredders. So uh, it, it's good to be able to roll out of those things from a shot, from a from a range attack. You know, and close, right? But close has battle fury. So just specifically the range stuff is what I'm thinking. All right, so here we go. The Unimine. So I said this whenever Unimine came out, um, before we even got him in. If Unimine has this much freaking text on his card, he's got to be good. Like, I don't even have to read the text. If he has this much text, he's good. <laughs> so his first trait was errated. Uh, uh, channel vast reserves of cosmic energy, free action until your next turn. Unimine can't use the power cosmic team ability, but can use perplex and willpower. Uh, no change there. Uh, when use it uses perplex, starting a character with the Eternals keyword, it may modify a combat value plus two or minus two. Uh, this turn, it may use perplex an additional time for each two characters with the Eternal keyword on your sideline. Um, with the Eternal keyword in your sideline, that it can choose powers from. Um, so, Unimind can still call stuff out. Um, he's just making Hawkeye thirteen. 12 for 3 instead of uh, 13 for 4. Which is still super solid. <laughs> yeah. Jay? Yeah, it's definitely more balanced and uh, it's not nearly as bad as uh, you could be afraid of like not being able to perplex other characters at all or whatever, but it, it's, it's fine. Um... Then the other big change here. So, so for me, um, I, I think it makes the math a little bit different, right? You just have to roll a little bit better. Um, the The big change here is definitely the forge and blue flame trait and the power picking trait, uh, which is the power picking trait. Uh, forge and blue frame during force construction, you may include any number of uh, blah blah blah, one hundred fifty three, two seventy five five, three seventy any number. Oh, it's all the same. Um, at the beginning of your turn, okay, that still stays the same. They removed um, whenever and whenever Unimind takes damage, and they added it in at the beginning of your turn uh, instead of at the beginning of the turn. Uh, you may choose one standard power a chosen character can use. Unimind can use that power until it chooses again, um, and it still has protected pulse wave on the uh, eternal pop outs. Um, so does this really hurt Unimind uh, saying that I want to pick Prob on my turn but I don't get to double stack another reducer or say have Invincible on dial and Super Senses off dial what do you um, I mean does it hurt him uh, yes but at the same time, when you're already turned up to an 11 and somebody takes the volume down to 9, you're still pretty loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's not nuked into oblivion like um, Iron Pharaoh was. He's just a little more tame and a little more balanced. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Still super good piece. Yeah. Yeah, and here before the... Uh... And I, and I plan on doing a I plan on doing a post about this as well, um, talking about how to tweak um, possibly my rock up team to make it just as uh, just as potent as it was before. 
uh, probably changing some of the clicks on the Supreme Intelligence um, and, and possibly even uh, including that uh, Surter on there could be a good thing Surter's fun yeah I need to do some thinking on that, um, and definitely need to do some thinking on it before the March WKOs. Then again, we don't know what we're going to get in the uh, X-Men set either. That's true. That's true. Damn it, Dan, you got me looking forward to clicks again. I was in that <laughs> holiday I was in that holiday slump, man, where I'm just like, eh, I don't really care about clicks right now. And I start talking to you guys, and it's like, shit, I got the fever. So... Uh, and, and good news, right? This makes um, so so. Jay, help me out with the rule with the rules here. Uh, Forge mm-hmm. Ellie Forge. Yeah. Did he get rid of standard powers off of the dial already? Uh, yeah, he can't. Yeah, he couldn't use any standard or special powers. So he, he already dumped everything. So he basically just said you couldn't use any powers. Period. I don't know why it specifies standard or special, but yeah, I don't think he's any different now. So he, he didn't necessarily get any better? No, he's... The, yeah, he's the same. I mean, he's just as good as he always was, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. If if everything else got a little bit worse and he stayed the same, that means he's better now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess we just gotta see if we get that Forge ID card, right? Right. We'll see. I mean, I'm worried. I'm more worried about seeing what we get Maybe some more buddies for the Shredders in the upcoming Turtle set. Who oh. knows? Yay, because they need more buddies. <laughs> Dave, you top 32'd with the Shredders. You can't, uh... You can't, uh... Oh, no, I'm not bitching about them. I'm just saying, like, God, they already got so many more buddies. Do they need more buddies? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I would say my thought is... If Unimind had come out this way, um, nobody probably would have complained. But my complaint is, I have a, I had a taste of the power. <laughs> I I drank I drank from the cup of awesome, and I loved that shit. <laughs> I I drank from that cup of amazing, and I want that shit back. I don't want to give it up. <laughs> so basically, Dan loved the jank too much, and now that they're taking the jank away, he is upset. It's not quite as janky as it was. Right. It's like they took a little bit of alcohol out of your mixed drink. Yeah, I just think that it makes things... Um, you know, I, I, I like to play a ranged game. Um, you know, I don't mind close combat. I've done close combat before. Um, I've done well with close combat oriented teams um, but um, you know Unimind Uni was just my type of piece as he was and I, and I think I can adjust to make him make him that again but uh, make Unimind great again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you put it that way um, you know it's um you know, I think we can make Uni Mind great again, but I, I just fear the um, the rise of Shredders and the rise of the Mistress Deaths, and um, I, I just really hate it when shit hard is shit is hard to kill. 
Yeah. I get it. <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't want to have to sit there and chew through the dial, like, 14 times. Just Yeah, I get, I just get l- that. Just let me kill shit and get it off the board. It's fine. I want, <laughs> I want big damage, big output. Dan likes scoring points, damn it. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Did you uh, did, did you did you get to drink from the Uni Mine Cup before it went away? No, I've never played him. I've only played against him. Um, cause I didn't play. I'm trying to think, I did. I judged at the Canada Cup, and that was basically the first tournament that had that stuff. I didn't play with him at the any sealed event. No, I've never played with him. Just against him, both in casual and in competitive, and it is a. Uh, not something I'm going to miss. There's nothing casual about Unimine. <laughs> well, there is now, right? He's he's ratted, so there's no problem. No, I, I still no. think he's a little too hardcore for casual. Plus, twoing himself is still so good, and nobody's bringing Green Arrow. Like, yeah, he's still too yeah. Good I for mean, casual. he's still perfectly good and limited to run the one man army freaking Unimine. Oh, no doubt. I I plus two myself a few times a week. Oh, my goodness. These are some naughty confessions, Dan Pal. Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know, the plus two to himself is fine. And, you know, and then in the mirror match, he can negative two this, you know, the opposing one. Um, but I think that goes back to limited season going being uh, Dave and his orange battery uh, comparison from a couple of years ago. Will I negative two your attack? Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to positive two my attack. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah? Oh, you man. negative two'd my damage? Well, I'm going to negative two your damage. Oh, negative three your damage. Ooh. Because <laughs> you're an eternal negative four your damage. So if you plus four it, it cancels it out. So so Jay the uh, the the if you didn't remember the reference there, Dave always said that he pictured orange battery players just sitting across from each other and rapidly clicking their batteries up. Will I take away your improved targeting? Will I take away your improved movement? Well, no, I take away <laughs> your invincible. It's like in uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, like, I'll play this card, well, I'll just one with this card, but I have this card, but I have this card, well, I play something else, and it's okay. So it's I'll fun. turn off your ability to breathe! Yeah. <laughs> which which I will say, Uni Mine would not have been a problem if we still had the orange battery. <laughs> yes, he would. Uh, the first one to go, I turn off your Unimine's Invincible. Blah, blah! <laughs> <laughs> Turn off your Unimine's Invincible. I call out Hawkeye. Double reflex of his damage and attack. Boom! I win. <laughs> oh, that just sounds... Have a nice day. Oh, uh, that sounds like I want to plus two myself. <laughs> oh, god <Yeah>. damn! <laughs> oh, man. So... Dan it... plus twos himself, but he only plus ones other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did uh, is there anything else we wanted to cover on the uni on the watch list? Did I did I forget anything? <laughs> he almost called it the Unimine list. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, I think we covered it. I mean, I think overall it's it balanced. It didn't kill anything outright. 
I still feel like there needs to be justice for Iron Pharaoh because they're actually getting better at uh, at eradicating things. So you think so uh, you think uh, uh, Iron Pharaoh needs to be de-errated? Yes, de-errata Iron Pharaoh. Come up with a new, more balanced errata for Iron Pharaoh. <laughs> well, can they go back and retroactively do something to Brother Voodoo? No. Well, they did already watch list him, but nothing happened. Right, that's what I'm saying. He should remain the one guy who got watch listed and escaped. Q1 watch list, Golden Age, Iron Pharaoh comes back. <laughs> oh, Voodoo. hey guys, sorry, we, we, we missed Brother Voodoo three years ago. Brother Voodoo's already kind of been watch listed by the fact that they changed mind control. But I think he got better. Well, you can't say that he got changed and then he got better. That's not a thing. Those two words don't go together. That's true. No watch list pieces get better. That's what they need to do. They need to uh, go back and make figures better than what they are. Be like, oh man, this figure's garbage. Let's let's make it better. You need to do uh, too much to our man to make him actually worth the plastic he's printed on. <laughs> oh man. So. A reverse watch list, if you will. Oh man, can you imagine if they did that? Do you mind, like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, we are going, we're going to give him a fourth eternal at uh, one fifty. <laughs> we just feel bad about just hurting him a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we poked him with a stick. We got that. Barely, we got we that. Feel bad. We got that check from Daniel Pallion for twenty bucks, so we had to had to do something. <laughs> I'm surprised Dan didn't be like, I will send you my Rock Cup winnings if you leave you to mind the hell alone. <laughs> uh, it's not worth that much. Nah. But if I if I do win the lottery tonight, um I'll just buy WizKids and make him change make him change it back. Nice. Or at change least, it back. <laughs> or at least or at least buy enough interest in uh, the Hero Clicks division to uh, to make them change it back. Oh, there you go. I would not want to see a world where you have a controlling interest in most kids. <laughs> yeah. Order, oh, man. order number one, Warlight Batteries, come back. Oh my goodness. And but but they we we release we re release them as um just collector sets with the ring, the battery, and all of the constructs. So they're re-accessible. Right? And and don't tell me that they're a con in your store exclusive, and then six months later <laughs> release them in Gravity Feeds. Right. No, there's just a collector set. You can order them. We'll produce a couple, of, you know, about a thousand each, and done. Right. 25 bucks a pop, boom, here's the whole thing. Um, I still think de-errating the uh, the bat belt would be fun. Can you just go ahead and unretire the questions? Yes. Okay. Done. <laughs> it will be nice if we actually got an announcement of a DC set. Maybe he'll actually come out again at some point. Uh, I'm sure Dan would just get rid of DC clicks altogether. Eventually, he'd just phase them out to where we only have Marvel stuff. Like, uh, like, what's the who? What's the opposite of the JSA? J- Injustice Society. Yeah, so I would just release sets with all in- Injustice Society and no new JSA pieces. 
and just and just and just, and just, and just protagonist and, made it happen, that bastard. Yeah, and just, and just and just do it all wrong. Or I would just give JSA team ability to people that were never in the JSA. <laughs> I mean, Whiskers is already doing that. I mean, you've seen Green Arrow, right? But wasn't he in the JSA for like one panel or something? No, he like teamed up with them, but like he wasn't in it. Like he's really. in the JSA in uh, the New Fifty Two. He was what? Yeah, in the New Fifty Two. You mean in the Earth Two Wonders of the World comics? No, no. Um, didn't they have like a? Uh, maybe I'm think. Oh, I'm thinking like Justice League of America. I think. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. It's the new 52. Nobody knows. No matter what you do, that you couldn't do the, uh, the JSA worse than WizKids is doing them now. So I'm not <laughs> afraid. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking about who you could just randomly give it to. Uh, like Iron the, Man. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the JSA, Iron Man. Here's your Green Lantern ring. <laughs> oh. Just um, Iron Man with a Green Lantern ring and Star Girl's freaking staff and oh man, and uh, and like a Shredder's pin damage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's that is a good point though, Dave. If I owned WizKids, like there'd be an Iron Man that would just be like "fuck you" to everything. Right. It would just say you can't use powers slot type movement slot type attack. Slot type defense, slot type damage. At the beginning of the turn, Iron Man can choose two standard powers for each freaking <laughs> slot. Yes. Right? He's just like, I will have running shot and sidestep. I will uh, take pulse wave and energy explosion. I will take invincible and energy shield deflection. And if I have a 17 powers, he can use them together even if they couldn't normally, like hypersonic right. pulse wave. Right. If he chooses running shot and charge, he can use one and then use the other at no cost. Uh, BRB, right. BRB guys, got to go plus two myself. <laughs> Printed fourteen range. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't even have a range. It has a trade that says it can just pick a square on the map and shoot it. Oh man, yes. <laughs> it's just Faust. Ugh. <laughs> It just picks all the squares on the map and shoots them. Yeah, perfect. Oh no, that'd be terrible. Even even I wouldn't abuse my power that much. So, all right, let's uh, let's hop into uh, uh, Skeets and Booster Gold. Um, I'm trying to pull up the uh, pull up the thing here. Let me go to HeroClix Brazil. They post all the cool stuff. Zil. I mean, I told him about cool this, hang but, out. you know. Uh, right. Because somehow you guys, like, know everything. Like, I don't know how you guys just... just people must just be, like, refreshing WizKids pages all the time. But now No, I'm just on H here almost literally all the time. Yeah, that's true. So let's talk about Booster Gold. 75 points. Uh, what we believe to be the Hypertime team ability, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Did it did it change? I hate having to ask that question. Did it change, or is it still you move within a square and you roll the roll the die? 
I mean, it's probably new rules language did, but uh, it's probably pretty much the same. Hold gotcha. on, I'm going to double check, but... So while you're checking here, so two two big things, right? It's 75 points, uh, running shot, six, uh, six range, five movement on the running shot, uh, 10 attack, three damage, 17 defense, ESD. Uh, two big things here is his trait, uh, protector of the timeline. When an opposing character who is not on the map at the start of the game is given an action, it does not say any what type of action, uh, you may give Booster Gold an action token. If you do, that character modifies its combat values by negative one until its next turn. Uh, so, shifting focus, uh, ID cards, um, bystanders, uh, Tony Zuko Pog, that sort of thing. Um, and the special damage power is uh, Greatest Hero the World Has Never Known. Uh, Booster Gold can use probability control. Always good for me. Uh, and shape change. When he uses shape change and succeeds, in addition to normal effects, Booster Gold may choose another friendly character that may not be targeted by the attack. Um, uh, wow, this is the first I've heard of this. I like it. So, Jay, did you look up, did you see uh, Hyper Time? Yeah, it's basically the same. It's basically just, the same. they probably new rules did a little bit. Uh, and I also double-checked. The guy posted the card. It does, in fact, have Hyper Time on it. And that's the first one we've gotten in, uh, Wow, since probably Super Doom? Yeah, Super Doom would have been the fir- the, the next uh, latest Hyper Timer. Uh, then before that, it would have only been Casey Flash. No, he actually no, had that, Casey. That, before no. that, it would have been uh, the Prime Outsider. Yes, I am dumb because I was thinking of old school uh, Casey Flash. Uh, let's see, Super Doom, uh, the Outsider Prime, Professor Doom. And uh, did the Batcave have it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, then it wasn't until DC 10th. Um, yeah, even though that was KT Superman, but whatever. Yeah, so uh, only one, two, three, four, five. This will be the sixth piece in Oreo dial with Hypertime. Make Hypertime great again. There's really not even that many pieces with Hypertime. I'm surprised they continued forward with the team ability. Uh, it's thought, a cool team ability if you like have that kind of power set of, you know, time traveler not really there, all that cool stuff. Yeah, only 14 characters in the whole game have Hypertime. So, um, so what do we think? So, just a quick judgment here: uh, main force or relegated to the ID, Jay. Uh, I feel like relegated to the ID. Dave? Uh, I like him. Ma- no, um, main force or relegated to the ID? Uh, I think he could be either, but probably the ID for now. Yeah, I would agree. Relegated to the ID, at least until retirement. So, um, the new character in the set is, uh, is Skeet's which is just hilarious because I want to play like three skeets so I can play skeet, skeet, skeet. Uh, unless he's unique. Is he unique, Jay? Uh, the post doesn't say so, but I haven't seen the actual card, so I don't know. But if it was, they would have noted it, so I would presume not. Gotcha. So uh, give us a little bit of background for my edification. Who Who is Skeets? Is he like Booster Gold's like little robot buddy? 
Yeah, Robot Bunny, little traveling helper encyclopedia, voiced by uh, Billy West in the Justice League cartoon. That was pretty funny. Mm. But he's basically a little assistant. Uh, Skeets is why one of the older Booster Gold had duo attack, because, you know, helping him out and whatnot. But this guy, he's pretty much his own little robot. Gotcha. He's like Siri. He's like Siri for Booster Gold? Right, yeah, kind of. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really do much offense, if I recall correctly, just more information, that kind of thing. But now this one's super offensive, so let's talk about that a little bit. So he has two uh, police team ability, uh, always useful, uh, four range, double bolts, uh, 35-point line and 115-point line, uh, Justice League International, uh, Future, and Robot Keywords. Um, so he has, if Skeets is at the 35-point line, um, he is KO'd when he crossed the red KO line. If Skeets is 115 points, he has the Monster Keyword. Which is interesting. You'll have to tell me why that here in a second. Um, adjacent friendly characters modify their attack value by plus one. If that character is named Booster Gold, modify his attack value plus two. Um, so then he saw so his 35 point line. He has uh, two clicks of health uh, with that special uh, movement power. In uh, cap, 17 ESD plus tiny with enhancement. So not terrible um, for 35 points. Uh, then on click uh, four, uh, click three, four, and five, he has uh, these attack and damage powers. Uh, spinning threads of the Phantom Zone. Skeets can use penetrating psychic blast with a range value of nine. When he does, after actions resolve, give an action token to all hit targets. And I'm so hungry I can eat a universe, uh, which is a stop click. And Skeets has colossal. And can't be healed along with impervious. So it's as of note that the stop click is in the damage slot, which is good against our good green arrow friend. So is this a comic, Jay, where Skeets got morphed into something crazy? Uh, yeah, so the comic is uh, 52. And uh, basically, Booster Gold is hanging out with uh, Rip Hunter, I think it was, or doing some stuff. And then it turns out that Mr. Mind anybody knows who he is, was using uh, Skeet as a cocoon and actually turned into uh, Mr. Mind, and I actually posted a picture of that on the original Heroclix Brazil page of him as a humongous monster. But, uh, yeah, it's basically they made two characters in one, which is pretty cool. Gotcha. Nice. So, um... Same thing here. Um, what do we think? 35 or 115, Jay? Totally 115. Dave? Um, yeah, 115. <clears throat> I would agree. 35 points is a little too expensive for, uh, for a pseudo-perplex on attack values and enhancement. Plus police. Yeah, plus police. Especially when he goes colossal. That's uh <laughs> that's super neat. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's hop into our uh, year-end awards. So what we'll do is uh so our year-end awards are based on our um uh viewer votes in our Facebook group. Uh for everything that we uh mentioned that's 2017, that's only sets from Joker's Wild. 
uh, to Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls, we give the November set release two years on the list so that it has a proper amount of time to bake in the meta. Um, so we still have um, uh, a few a few other questions that are all of modern towards the end, uh, but the ones that we talk about here uh, at the start are 2017 only. Um, so we want to uh, go through each one of these. We'll cycle through the list, um, and we'll go through the options, the, the category, the options, and the winner. Uh, Dave, you can start us off. Okay. Uh, first category is Best Bystander, uh, 2017. Uh, the nominees were Robo Penguin, Old Lace, Mindless One, uh, Bat Cycle slash Bat Wing, um, John Constantine, and Ape Batman. And the winner, as chosen by all the listeners, was Old Lace. Nice. Woo! I need like a soundboard, but I'm, we're not quite that fancy. Right, yeah. We're going to do like little claps or something. Um, uh, the old laces were really cool. Anything with uh, with blades and stuff is, is pretty fun. Yeah. Now, to keep in mind, this was just 27, so like Devil Dino Pogs didn't get included and that sort of thing. So uh, this, is right. just, this is the new Pogs. Um, so if y'all have any, uh, Jay, like if you have any comments <clears throat> or thoughts, or, or if you think our viewers are all... Uh, dumb, and you want to tell them that you can. Uh, no, I don't disagree. I think it's uh, there's a pretty solid couple here, and it's just a matter of how good Old Lace is, especially in multiples. Doubly so since we have an amazing new support piece, so you can keep on healing GERD, so I don't disagree at all. It's quite an effective little piece. Which, uh, which support piece are you thinking of? I was thinking of Jane. Oh yeah, Jane Foster. Yeah, that's great. Imagine how good it would have been with uh, Entity, the Entity Entity. That Ooh, he, that just heals, yeah. heals one for free, no problem. Mm. Um, that'd be nice. Play two Gertrudes, give one of them the Entity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only problem though is that I I've noticed this. I was playing somebody using two of them, and it's like it's hard to keep track of which Dino goes with which one. Unless you have, like, ID rings or something like that. So that's, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I find that my opponent doesn't have those ID rings in that sort of scenario. Like, I'll give them a chip or something and say, hey, keep this one with this one and let's, right, let's, yeah. let's make this clear. Um, you know, there's always the, uh, the, the, pe- the optimistic answer is, oh, you guys, you know, it's fine. You just didn't have the ID rings or something. But the the pessimist the pessimist in me right that balances me out says that you're doing this on purpose to try to confuse me. So, right. Yeah. I mean, if if you're going to play multiples of something in competition, you should always have some kind of way of distinguishing them. Yeah, I agree. So I'll go um, the second category: uh, best piece, fifty points and under, twenty seventeen. Uh, Bizarro Green Arrow, uh, Ironheart, Peace Machine. Haha ha Joker, uh, Green Lantern with the Light Wall, and Ape Batman. Um, so those were the candidates, and the winner is Haha ha Joker. So the question I have now, do we think that Haha ha Joker still would have won after his errata? Or do one of these pieces suddenly become better? 
Um, the gap was really big. Like, HaHa took just like ran away with this one. So I, I don't know if that errata would. I think it would make it closer, but I don't know if it would prevent him from winning. He's still really good, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Jay, you want to do the uh, third category? Yeah, I'm just pulling it up. Uh, best piece between 51 and 100 points. We have uh, the Boxing Superman, or a Mini Shredder, Chase Green Arrow, Chase Hawkeye, Gobbled King, and Cosmic Spider-Man. And, and the winner is? And the winner is pretty is not a surprise at a, being Chase Hawkeye. Which I don't disagree with necessarily because I don't like shutters and uh, Gobble King didn't see play at seventy five really, um, or not too much. He did. I think so. I think Goblin King's sweet spot at seventy five was at states and provincials this year. Yeah. So before Outwit got rid of things off dial, um, but after the Power Cosmic change. We we saw a lot of um, a lot of lists for states with Goblin King on it, but if you hmm. think about it, that list that list is freaking stacked. Like, oh yeah, like not a single one of those pieces you're like, nah, I could probably do without it. Like that whole entire list is like, this is what you need in your meta your meta toolbox. Right, and, and I personally voted for Mini Shredder because other than Goblin King, like. The rest of these guys are all ID card callouts, and Mini Shredder is the guy who can call every single one of them out. Like he's the potential catalyst to get all those other pieces into the game, which is why he got my vote. But I can see why people pick Hawkeye. Everybody loves to roll dice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Hawkeye. I like I played Hawkeye Main Force on a couple of casual games. Um, He's just fun. He's you know it's fun to just running shot across the map. Yeah. Dave, best common. All right, best common twenty seventeen. You got uh, nominees: Cable from Deadpool, uh, Elseworlds, Green Lantern, Red Leader, the Prime, uh, Chipmunk Hunk, Joker's Wild Green Arrow, and the Common Loki from Thor. Uh, the winner ended up being Elseworlds Green Lantern. Yeah. Now, how wide of a berth was it on that one? Do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure he ran away with it. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Like, if Prov could still re-roll his role, I would agree. But as is, like, nobody's playing Mixie, so like, you're not even guaranteed. To see the role, like I don't know, especially when you're comparing it to stuff like Red Leader, because wow, that guy does so much for those points. So I think it's I think people just like the taxi option and the actual Green Lantern TA being back. <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the thing that you're missing there, Jay, that Dave and I see being in uh, Shredder Country. Um, yeah, that's true. And, and I was thinking of that term earlier. I'm like. We are in freaking shredder country for sure. Um, yeah. Is that people chance that role with the tele with, with the 
Green Lantern and the Two Shredders. I mean, Dave, you played it at Rock Cup, even. Uh, yeah, he was he was fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it's worth the chance, right? And, and you get to roll before you move. So if you roll crappy, just oh, I'll hang back. It, it's it's great with shredders because like at the rock cup I, w- I would roll that die and if I hit a five or a six right I um I get to land call out an ID card <laughs> you know what I mean so so here's a short story um we were playing just um random uh, practice for limited and I played um, that green lantern with two Nick Furies and Jason was playing uh, Godlex and Haha Joker. And I first freaking turn, you know, um, I pass, he moved up, I uh, declare the carry, whatever, roll the D6, I hit a 6, man. I freaking blasted freaking Joker away from um, Lex and then put a big hit on Lex without any defense. And then the next turn, I just killed Lex. In two turns, I I killed him. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. He's, He's really fun. I can see why he won. Is it Go ahead. It's just one of those things where you roll big one time, that could be the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best uncommon. Uh, so we've got uh, J- Joker's Wild uh, Adam, Dr. Kilbrew, Jane Foster, Red Tornado <clears throat> from the new Harley Quinn set, uh, Scourge Prime, and Flash from Elseworlds. And the winner was Jane Foster. Um. Uh, Man, that's just another category. Like, all of those are really super great support pieces. Yeah. But, so, Jay, Red Tornado wins that for you, right? Uh, if we're talking actual dials, I don't know. I actually think we're being more objective. I, yeah, I would agree with Jane Foster. Cause, uh, mm. Yeah, Red Tornado's good, but for full efficiency, you need the JSA, and that's not necessary. That wasn't necessarily happening at the time, so I can see why the voting went this way. Yeah, that's that's why Harley Quinn will get another year on there yeah. too. Like, right, I like yeah. Surge a lot, but uh, also Nighthawk is, or at least was, common because of Unimine, so that takes away like most of what Scourge does. So I can see why the voting could go this way, and I think I agree based on all the factors. All right. Yep. Take us away with the next category, then, Jay. Uh, we have best rare. So we start with the uh, the Shredder clone, uh, the Prime Odin the Destroyer, uh, the rare Doctor Fate from Joker's Wild, uh, the Shifting Focus Strange. So I guess that's the uh, the modifier one. Uh, Foggy Nelson and Prime Deadpool, and the winner there is uh, Shredder clone. Which obviously, I mean, he's so impactful. <laughs> There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think um, I think it's sad that we probably won't have Odin the D on there next year. Um, yeah, that's true. But uh, we might he he might make it depending on the rules change the errata here. I think Odin the D got a little bit stronger, so you know he might make the list as a you know best piece of the year next year. So wait, what 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 rules change? Affects him specifically. Um, well, it's just the fact that Uni Mine's not so powerful, right? Right. Just everything else getting a little bit of a a, a nerf. Yeah, that's makes fair. him a little better. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. That that's the point. Nothing specifically 
Jay, just... Uh, mm, okay, but you meant like an actual specific rules change. So, speaking of super stacked categories, we literally had to separate the super rares into two different categories. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'll go ahead. Um, kick, kick us best, off, man. Alright, best super rare, 100 points and under 2017. Uh, nominees are the Green Lantern from Joker's Wild with the Light Wall, uh, Title Harley Quinn, Ha Ha Joker, uh, Mistress Death, Peace Machine, and Al Jordan. Um, and the winner there was Ha Ha Joker, but it was a lot closer. <laughs> what was uh, what was closer? What was close to it? Do you remember? Uh, I think uh, Mistress Death was the next closest thing to it. Yeah, which makes sense. Right. But, I mean, every piece right there in that category is really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every piece in that category has won something major, with maybe the exception of Peace Machine. And Title Harley. Yeah, and Title Harley. But, but they're both really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best Super Rare over 100 points. Uh, 2017. Goblin King, Jakeem Thunder, Unimind, Hulk, Cosmic Spider-Man, uh, Avengers Defenders War, Iron Man. Uh, the winner there, Unimind. Not surprised. Yeah, not surprising. <laughs> I, and, and I think he would still win that category uh, after his errata here. I agree. Yeah. There's no super rare in Harley Quinn that really stood out to us over top of those guys either. Um, no, I don't think so. Cosmic Spider-Man was literally like huge during Worlds and States, so Yeah. Maybe they'll uh Diarata uh boost back up improved targeting blocking. Hmm. <laughs> well, we are getting a new set with a bunch of Cyclopses and he was like the big character that had that, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, start our uh, start our chases, Jay. Uh, this is a uh, hundred point and under. Uh, so Hawkeye, Green Arrow, Ironheart, uh, Sam Cap, Mini Shredder, and uh, Bizarre Green Arrow. And the winner there is uh, Hawkeye because, of course, he wins everything ever. Right. Yeah. Uh, for a while there, the voting between Green Arrow and Hawkeye was really close. <laughs> um, mm, I still love Mini Shredder. Yeah, Mini Shredder still makes it possible to call out most of those pieces. I mean, the Green Arrow, uh, the Sam Cap, the Hawkeye, he can call all those out. Right. If you're calling in Sam Cap, something is seriously wrong in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. Hey, she's got the shield keyword, so it's possible. I guess she's a better call-in now with how um, the carry uh, ability works, with ID cards and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for now. Uh, All right. Call, call her in and carry with that Elseworlds Green Lantern. <laughs> Come on, friends, let's go. All right, go for uh, it. Best chase over 100 points, 2017. Uh, Beta Ray Bill. Thor, with the Mjolnir, of course. Um, Hulk, Chase Hulk from ADW. 
Pirate Deadpool, uh, Lex, God of Apocalypse, and Flash, God of Death. And the winner was Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, I think that that one's pretty clear until Lex and Flash get a little more play. Yeah, yeah. How much and, play and, is Flash really going to see, though? I don't know. There's an ID card still. <laughs> and there's and, yeah, there's, and there's a reason that Flash is still a hundred bucks, I guess. All flashes that are like Chase and Super Rares are ridiculously expensive for some reason. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Hey, and mm. this and this Flash ignores bushes, Jay. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, Flash uh, Flash is not stopped by bushes that aren't Iris West. <laughs> Uh, I just want to let y'all know, Jakeem did not win Best Super Rare of the Year last year. He lost to Devil Dino. <laughs> you know, someone said that um, Jakeem has probably missed his time in the sun. Yeah, uh, there was an H almost thread I remember seeing about that. Yeah. Now, he won, like, every small event from November 16 to May of 17. Yeah. Um, but he didn't win Canadian Nationals, uh, which was before then. Um, he he did win U.S. Nationals, but he didn't win uh, Rock Cup this year, and he didn't win uh, Worlds this year. And now, the so out- Jakeem is like Dan Marino. Like he'll go down down as one of the all time greats, but Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, and that's like the one blemish on his record. Yeah. Well, yeah, or he's he's Phil Jr. now at this point. <laughs> oh, don't equivalate Jakeem to that. That's mean. Would it be more appropriate? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's probably not. Never mind. Um, who did that one? Jay did that one. Dave, are you next? Uh, no, I did the chase over one hundred. So you are next with best colossal. Okay, best colossal. Um. Uh, Carnage, Flora, Dormammu, Mangog, Surtur, Sinestro. And if it's any surprise here, Carnage. Yep. Just, no surprise here. Just so good. Even if he didn't make a pog, he's worth every 10 points. And the fact that he makes a pog goes over the top. So, so I would ask a question. Just like unbelievable. If Carnage were worth 20 points, would he have won this? Yes. You think yeah. so? Okay. I, th- I think he could win at 20. Um, All right. Uh, sidestep, uh, carry, plasticity, generates pogs, deals his damage value, not not his printed damage value. Um, yeah, I, it, it would still be hands down worth 20 points to me. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Is Carnage worth 20? Oh, totally. Now, would I say he's worth 25? Probably not. Because that's getting into having an Adam and a Flora. <laughs> right, yeah. So, But I would say that 20... Him at 20... Probably not better than two Floras. Now, PJ, PJ Bolin would agree, disagree with me, but uh, 
I think realistically, uh, he's worth he's worth twenty. Uh, best sculpt, Jay. Uh, best sculpt, twenty seventeen. We have Shark Shredder. Uh, we have the uh, Thor movie Hulk, so the Gladiator Hulk. Uh, Unicorn Deadpool, uh, Batman God Knowledge, Beta Ray Bill, and King Shark. That's a pretty stacked bunch of characters, and uh, it was Shark Trader for the win. Which was actually incorrect on my part, sorry. It's actually King Shark. <laughs> oh, well now I, I got. I was trying to type all these up like half an hour before we started, and I got my sharks confused. So King Shark beat the Shark Shredder? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They had a fight, but King Shark was the most popular shark. Huh. Interesting. I think they're both gorgeous. So right? no, nobody's a loser in this scenario. Yeah. No, I mean all, I mean I mean other than the all fact these that these pieces looked great. Yeah. I love the Gladiator Hulk sculpt. <laughs> yeah. I I love Bill. His sculpt, but like he's not like a standout solid. He's a, not like oh my god, he's the best sculpt ever. Kind of, he's just like oh, that's just a really good one, but not like oh my god, Iceman or whatever, like best of the year kind of thing. Yeah, Iceman won last year. Yeah, I mean, pretty handily as well. Um, there were so many good sculpts. Like we thought, um, we didn't want to include Carnage. Because he was a colossal and likely to already win another category, but he had a pretty cool sculpt too. Yeah, I mean, in the in the colossal, we decided to not include colossals at all because they just get more detail the bigger that they get. Yep. Because even the Sinestro looks pretty badass. Yeah. So, Dave. All right. Best purchasable con le, uh, Pim Tank Doomsday. Boxing Ring, Sinestro, Bebop and Rocksteady, or Rocksteady and Bebop, whichever. And then uh, Hulk, um, what, Spirit of Vengeance Hulk? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the winner was the Boxing Ring, and I'm going to suspect that's because it came with two figures as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it, well, so keep in mind the, the Pim Tank did come with two figures also. Right. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, the pin yeah. tank was well. It came with three figures, technically, right? The little tank, the big tank, and the giant man. Right. So, I think the boxing ring still beats pre-errata pin tank because the boxing ring makes the pin tank harder to throw. <laughs> Minus three to the attack. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's not. Uh, it's a close. It's a close call either way. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, the errata had a lot to do with the pimp tank's popularity in these polls. Yeah, it did for sure. Uh, I don't think people realize how dominant the pimp tank was for a few months. There, it was like, like I said before, there's literally a line in the sand where. Either you had it or you didn't, and the people who had it were going to kick the shit out of you if you didn't, for the most part. Yeah. Now I think um, I think if they didn't errata the pim tank, we wouldn't have had a problem with Uni Mind. <laughs> huh? That's possible. Green arrow, green arrow throws the pim tank. Your Uni Mind gets popped. Here we go. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. Nail him. Drop a tank on his ass. Pop. 
You better hope your Eternals get away from wherever the tank's landing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I guess the tank would have uh, would land first before. Oh, that would suck if you placed all it. Which would happen first, Jay? The the pl- the tank placement or the uh, the Eternals placement? Uh, hold on. Let me just pull up what the tank looks like. It's been a while. Uh. And for those that aren't aware uh, of who Jay is, Jay writes, uh, does the rules recap articles. He's on the Meta Lab with Married with Clicks. Um, so uh, Jay's. I usually, think you. Go ahead. You know, Jay's usually my uh, alternate uh, pinger person. I ping if I have a rules question. Well, you can't really pop Uni unless you land the tank in one of his squares first. Ah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, you would. So you would, he would pop, then you would place the Eternals wherever. You yeah, play. the the pim the tank goes off after action resolves, so you have the KO, and then what? Well, where do they get placed? How many squares away from him can they Four. be placed? Oh yeah, they're not getting they're not getting touched by the pim. You're not getting all of them at least, unless you like I don't know, put them in a really weird position. Yeah, an indoor to... map, and they can't get away from it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really weird, or a weird elevated kind of map. Who knows? Yeah, but... yeah. That's true. Um, so, next category is Best Winnable Con LE 2017. Uh, Bat Knight, Plastic Man, Zeus, Spider Carnage, Earth X Cap, Cyber Shredder. The winner is Bat Knight. I mean, it won Majestics. <laughs> yeah, it won Majestics. Uh, it's probably the First most, and second. It's probably the most playable piece. Um, it's got a great sculpt. Um, uh, yeah. I did like Earth X Cap. Earth X Cap is good. Um, he was really good on Swarm teams before retirement. Yeah, he's probably the most playable. Ugh, that's hard to say. Him and Bat Knight are really close together in a lot of aspects. Right, I think they're the two standouts. Well, it's interesting to me because uh, I mean Zeus is competitive, really. But because uh, I wanted a Zeus for a while because we didn't get one, and then we got the Marvel and him on the same year, and the Marvel one was just better and less rare. So it's like, oh, so thanks for making this Zeus, but he's kind of useless now. Right? Yeah. So I think I'm next yeah. with um, best special object. We have the Symbiote, uh, the Hulkbuster Torso, uh, Mjolnir, Thunderstrike, Weapon Drop, Asgardian Shield. Winner being, assuming that my information is correct this time. It is. <laughs> the Symbiote is the winner here, <laughs> which I'm not surprised by. No. Yep. I love it. Symbiote uh, won two worlds this year, so both worlds. It's really good. Six points for shape change, plasticity... Friggin' auto breakaway potential. Yeah, there's, and, there's literally only one thing bad about it is that it's uh, six points instead of just really just make it five because it just messes <laughs> with so much math now. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, and just think it's it's been so it's fluctuated back up and forth from like a five dollar object to a twenty dollar object. I think if it was a five point piece, it would be a forty dollar object all day. Mm. All right, Dave. Uh, I'm gonna run and check my information real quick before I <laughs> declare this piece the winner. Uh, I'm 
typing this and trying to get ready for a 10-hour drive in the morning, so... Or not even, well, like, five hours from now. Um, let's see. Okay, I got it right. Okay, just making sure. All right, so the next category is Figure of the Year 2017. Uh, you have Unimine, Goblin King, Jakeem's Thunder, Mistress Death, Mini Shredder, and the Pym Particle Tank. And uh, the winner ended up being Jakeem Thunder. Yeah, I'm a... I mean, he ran half the year, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He placed, even if he didn't win, he placed second wherever it was, because he was second. Uh, actually, he was top four, except for the winning team at our Nationals, the Nationals. Second at the World, Worlds, um, pretty much second at everything except for the Block Cup. Yeah. Right. And then he won multiple states, multiple Super Qs, multiple mm-hmm. regionals. Yeah, so multi- multiple WKOs. Yeah, he was he dominated the year until the Thor set dropped, basically. <laughs> and new so, rules. I mean, and, and new rules, right? Right, Those and things. the rule change. Yeah. So eight yeah. eight months out of twelve ain't bad. No, definitely not. Um, it was hard to, you know, limit these to like six picks or whatever. So. Yeah, and keep in mind, like, he even started winning the week he came out. The week he was legal, he won a WKO. Right. So. Uh, be- uh, the best meta support figure, uh, and this is um, uh, for all of modern, uh, Green Lantern uh, with the light wall, Goblin King, Overdrive, Haha Joker, Jean Grey, Nighthawk Prime. And with his third category win, Haha Joker. So good. Um, he I don't know, I don't think... Sorry. No, oh, I was going to say, Haha Joker beat Nighthawk Prime by two votes in this category. Um, if they did it right now, Nighthawk Prime would be the winner. Yeah. yeah, you... yeah I don't really think of Joker as a support piece as much as just an annoying kind of piece like yeah he has outwit but like just not what you're playing him for really but that's probably my bias for the Green Lantern who is just he's had he actually starred in two of the worst games I had this whole year which was uh back to back Easton PJ running six and three of them so that was oh my god that was horrible but well I mean yeah. like so Support figures, really? Nighthawk Prime has Outwit, which is technically considered by many to be a support power. Goblin King can pick. Um, I mean, Haha has Outwit as well. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, we went with pieces that really were more um, complementary pieces. Like, I'm playing this, so I have to play this. So yeah, like, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. It's just not like right. the category. I put it, I think of him like, in different categories. But yeah, he does. He's not an attacker. He is, you know, more supporty. So, would you classify that. Nighthawk Prime as a support figure? I mean, kind of indirectly, because he makes your opponent's pieces worse, but in a non-offensive manner. Well, Joker's really good uh, mastermind fodder until today. <laughs> <laughs> I played him that many, many times, so yeah. I definitely feel you there. So, uh, I guess do you have what, what was third then, Dave. Uh, I do not. I, I deleted all the polls. I annotated the um, 
the winners, but I made sure to mark that there was only a two-vote difference between Nighthawk Prime and Joker in this category because yeah. it was so close. A lot of them were not close. Right. So. All right, Jay. Now? Yep. Uh, we have Metapiece of the Year. Uh, we have Unimind, Jakeem, Goblin King, Jean Grey, Nighthawk Prime, Pim Tank, Mini Shredder, and Carnage. And our winner is the lovely JSA member, Jakeem Thunder, which, again, not surprising considering how much of the year he owned or was the thing to beat. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I made sure to put a separate post up before we did the, the meta awards to try to tell people to keep in mind that while we're doing this late year and, you know, Dan had just, like, won Rock Cup with Uni and there had been so many Unimines and so many everything, I, I you know, I was like, pay, you know, make sure you think about 2017 as a whole whenever you vote on these, you know, because, you know, Jakeem dominated, um, the Pim Tank was, like, absolutely huge at the biggest, you know, at Worlds, man. The Pim Tank's just over there dominating Worlds. Gene's super solid on so many winning builds. Uh, you know, Gabi won the World Championship. Nighthawk Prime was, you know, all over Rock Cup. And just Carnage was like, there were so many Carnages. There were more Carnages, like, what, in the top eight at Rock Cup than any other figure? Yeah. So, I mean, like, the, all those all those pieces, like, just made such a huge impact. And I didn't even talk about Mini Shredder, who was huge in Limited and in Tactics. Yeah. Dave? So, what a year, right? Yeah, what a year. What a year. <laughs> uh, best ID card is the next category. Uh, let's see here. The nominees are Shield Level 7, Superman, Spider-Man, Nightwing, Green Arrow, and the Atom. And the winner was Shield Level 7 again. It won last year, didn't it? It did win last year. So... Do you think so? So obviously, this is the winner. But um, I was gonna say, um, what do you think if um, if Hawkeye the the Hawkeye ID card had not retired, right? And you could play Hawkeye with the Hawkeye ID card, and and he didn't have the Shield keyword. Do you think Shield would have won, or do you think Hawkeye would have won? Oh man. It would have been close, but it's hard to tell what would have actually won. Because the second, number two was Green Arrow, obviously. Um, I I think that in your proposed scenario, uh, Dave, Mm -hmm. I I think Green Arrow gets the backing. Oh, just because you split so much between Shield Level 7 and Hawkeye? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so in your scenario where Hawkeye ID doesn't retire and Hawkeye doesn't have the shield keyword. Uh, right, so you have to use Hawkeye ID for Hawkeye. Yeah, then, then I think Green Arrow becomes the best ID. But that's not how it happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, and, well, you know how much I enjoy the... Uh, the theoretical stuff. That's always one of my favorites. Right, right, which is why I asked Dan. <laughs> yeah. All right, so three more categories. Um, I think I'm next, right? Hero Click Story of the Year, 
uh, Patrick Yapoko becomes head rock judge. The rise and fall of Blow Your Face Off. The 2017 <laughs> rules update. Felix Faust forced into retirement. Uh, Tank and Goblin King nerf. Uh, Howard Brock buys The Rock. Uh, the winner Hero Click Story of the Year is the Hero Cl- is the 2017 rules update. Yep. So I mean that was a big story, right? Is because we were all kind of shocked in what about February or so? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna change the rules. Yeah, right. With uh, and boy, did they change! They really just everything is different. I mean, a lot of it's the same, but there's so many little things that are completely different now. All right, so I'll throw you guys off with a rapid fire question here. Now that we've had uh, about right. four months to play with the new rules. Your single favorite new rules change. Go, Jay. Uh, leadership. Dave. Uh, I would have said mastermind until today's nerf of haha. Um, so outwit. Oh, I'm gonna go with Jay and say leadership. I love. I've played a few fun builds with leadership, and just having that extra action automatically is amazing. I think leadership's more of like a um, it, it comes in a lot more handy during limited season so I'm sure I'm going to really enjoy it here very shortly uh, you just don't see as many pieces with like uh, top dial leadership in, uh, in modern right now well Dave you're already prepared for with one that you have played before I'll see how good Which your, one? I'll see how good your memory is <laughs> crank bang uh, yep with the with the Isaac Pog having leadership, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So also, uh, does just General Lane have leadership? Yep. General Lane does have. Yeah, leadership. so that makes my mm. my my uh, my freaking um, Your Renee Lane. Tilly Iceman Space Mikey General Lane Hulk Sam Cap team really cool because I got another action there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm pumped for it, man. It's just I don't know. I w- I would have said mastermind if we had done this a day ago. <laughs> it's true. All right, Jay, you have a you have a pretty big category to announce, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, just let's get the document up. Oh, <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Uh, player of the year. Wow. Uh, we have you, uh, Dan. We have Howard Brock. We have PJ Easton, Dustin Cedars, Aaron Cantu, and our big winner. Um, this name of big winners is uh, Howard Brock, which makes sense. Yep. Congratulations, Howard. Dan, you came in second. I know. It was a it was a big year. Two two worlds wins for Howard. That's uh that's just uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I consider it a giant win for Clicks Off because you won and Howard sponsors our show and he won. So yeah, <laughs> so can't go wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, did uh, did uh, did we have the winningest podcast this year? Um, I mean. Let's think. Did did Jason Collins win two things this year? Uh, he won one provincials. He won two Wizards Opens. Okay, so three. And we have PJ now, so... 
Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, he kind of counts as Phoenix now. Well, no, I guess as podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah if y'all, uh, y'all got PJ now, so y'all win, but we got a world champion. Yeah. We also, <laughs> uh, Mike, what did Mike win? He won an Open. Uh, I judged a lot, so, I mean, yeah. I'm a winner in my own way, but. Uh, you know, uh, don't and don't use the fact that you're in Canada as an excuse, but I judge a lot as well. <laughs> he does, yeah. He judges mm, all our Super Qs and Regionals and WKOs, so. Mm. Because he got top four last year, and we all wanted to get points, so uh, he... But the other problem is there's just... You just have more events around you, so, it, like, when when I judge, it takes a bigger percentage out of the events I can play at, uh, as opposed to having just all these events to go to. So with, uh, with the change to uh, Rock and Howard being able to get kits out better, y'all can have more events in Canada now. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Because uh, I think he mentioned Judge Exclusive Prizing, too. Yeah. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Right. Nice. And being able and, to play. Uh, we want you to be able to play, too. There there may or may not be a group of people with uh, beards planning on potentially coming to Canada this year. Nice. <laughs> you know, if you think I may about or may it, not be starting are... to get my passport stuff ready. Y'all are really that far away where you're at. It's just mm-hmm. you're, you're not even the furthest north of uh, of the United States. What do you mean? There there are uh, places in the United States that are further north than you are. Are you including Alaska? No, no, because you're in are Toronto, you... right? Yeah, I, I guess my, you're right. I know my geography now. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, there's like places in West. There's like places in Wisconsin that are uh, further north than you are. What? Is there really? Yeah, like if I just uh, draw a line over from Toronto here, like Minneapolis is further north than Toronto. Damn, that's crazy. Okay. And he's actually Toronto's actually closer drive to us than Minneapolis, you know, as well, hmm. from where we're huh. at. So, yeah, like the entire state of North Dakota is farther north than Toronto. Wow. I need to look at a map. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I also I also was a Quiz Bowl uh, quick recall winner in high school, so I know lots of useless knowledge like that. Anyways. <laughs> um, there's but, one last category. One last category. Can't forget this one. Last but not least. All right. The the last category was best clicked off guest host of 2017, and we'll we'll have to include uh, Jay in next year's. <laughs> so um, uh, this is the list of people that I looked up and wrote down. If I miss anyone, y'all can call me a stupid ass in the next show or something. So we got Warren Jin, Robert Sedani, Dustin Cedars, Drew Warren, Patrick Yupoko, Malcolm Rush. Sam Powell, Aries Edge, Jamie Jordan, Jason Collins, uh, Matthew Grechunos, Howard Brock, John Drapp, Amber Collins, Patricia Lamb, Kyle Cooney, PJ Bolin, Easton Brock. Uh, and that's not including Amber and Jason's female friend, what, Emily? Is that her name? Yeah, Emily. Yes, so she's also on there. I included her in the, the poll. Um, but the winner was, um, I guess, the entire HeroClix world's sweetheart, uh, PJ Bolin. Yeah. 
Yep. PJ is the sweetheart. He is. Like, he is Mr. Congeniality of the Clicks community. So. Congratulations, PJ. So. If, if Dan wasn't so cutthroat, like, at the beginning of the year, he probably could have won Mr. Congeniality this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I always try to be nice, um, but, uh, you know, when I, when I play... I, I I play right. I, I play for the uh, technicality of the game somewhat. Um, I, I have evolved my patience this year, so that, that would you be have. My... I've I've seen a difference between uh, February Dan and October Dan. Yeah, yeah. It's patience. It must be preparing me for the future. <laughs> uh, so, um. So, final thoughts today. Let's uh, let's wrap up the show. Jay, final thoughts for uh, closing out 2017. I'm going to miss my chair jerker team because now it is useless. R.I.P. chair joker. What, uh, is there anything else that you could mastermind to that's worth a crap? Uh, joker, joker thugs are decent, but like... You know, I'd rather just pay for the jo- other Joker. He does so much stuff. But, uh, yeah, Joker thugs are pretty good. And there was that guy who won recently with uh, all the big Tonys and stuff. So it's, it's not impossible. But What about Tribbles? <laughs> oh, if only they were possible to attain. Well, I guess you would give... I guess you could... You would be giving up five points every time, but... I mean, but if you're masterminding to a Joker thug... It's pretty much they're dying in one shot because they're three clicks of toughness. So, yeah. But then again, theme. So it's a, it's a trade off. So what do you mean? Surround friend? motherfuckers and tribbles. Why why aren't tribbles <laughs> tribbles attainable? I mean, I've just heard that they're rare and hard to get. So let's let's talk about that. So I own eleven, thirteen tribbles. <laughs> you need uh, more tribbles. No, I think I have plenty. Uh, so tribbles is a common, right? What's right. so? What what's the most you would pay for a common? Like a buck. Uh, <laughs> five bucks. So I paid three ninety nine for my five of my tribbles. Um, each the, or total? Uh, each. Uh, okay. So currently, the cheapest tribble on eBay. There's only two listed. The cheapest tribble is seven dollars and thirty two cents with free shipping. Those tribbles are badass, dude. Yeah. So I think that might make it the... You guys help me out here. Is that the most expensive common ever? Uh, uh, if you count the, Fast the, Forces figures. Uh, the Lokis have been pretty expensive from what yeah, I've heard. I wouldn't count the Fast Forces stuff, Dave. Was, that's okay, because totally Fast Forces Scarlet Witch was going for like 50 bucks at one point. That's not the same thing. Yeah, right. I would say it's a different thing. They are yeah, technically what, what, a common rarity. That's why I was asking. Yeah. What about yeah? What were the uh, the the Loki's from my Thor going for? Because I've heard those were a uh, lot as well. So Loki, let's see, Loki 002 Hero Click. Uh, they are currently going for five bucks a piece shipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's still a lot. Yeah, it's still yeah. five bucks. Um. Yeah, I have. I think I have nine now, which is, I think, about enough. 
Should be. I have zero triples. Same. I've only bought two packs of Star Trek. <laughs> well. Yeah, um, I figured, you know, I'll just borrow some triples. I don't think everyone's running triples, are they? <laughs> um, I don't think so. But what happens I still if... want to run... Oh, go ahead. What happens if you, like, need to borrow, like, 12 triples? I don't know. I guess I'll see. But there was a team I wanted to play the other day that I was talking about 400 Limited. There was Tree Lane, Mr. Mitzelplik, a crap ton of low, uh, low dial KC chases, and just a shit ton of triples. Or, like, just a triple. And then you just try to flood the map with triples and die manipulation to try to make them crit. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's stupid, but, man, it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, good luck tracking all the points scored there. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, Dave, what's your final thoughts? Uh, Mangog. I don't know, man. <laughs> I got a long drive. All right, well, I'll wrap it up uh, here with my final thoughts. I'd like to thank all of our listeners um, for sticking with us uh, throughout the podcast, uh, joining our Facebook group, um, participating in our Facebook group. I, I really enjoy the community that we've built up there with uh, 625 members or so. Uh, since the beginning of the year um, you know all of this wouldn't be doing without you guys um, and uh, even my even my world champion wouldn't mean much uh, without getting it to share with my uh, teammates um, on the Clickstoff team um, and then all of the community that I get to share with um, so hope y'all have a good uh, a good new year um, and then we uh, when we start up the new year we have a, a bunch of viewer questions to go through um, so we'll start up those um, again next episode and then uh, we thank everybody for listening to Clickstoff and uh, we'll talk to y'all next time see ya